Blog Talk Radio. Hello, hello everyone. This is Helena Steiner Holstein being with you again here from sunny and and what should I say, steamy Florida. It's summer, of course, so this is what it is here, even hotter. Anyway, wonderful to be back with you again to this June program. And today we're talking about what's the point. You know, so many people ask me at times when they are low and they say, oh, what's the point? Why should I do that? Or what's the point about stop smoking? I like smoking. I know it's not good for me, but what's the point? I should die anyway. And you have to come up with good reasons, you know, why you should or you shouldn't do certain things. But the point is that this is your life and you are accountable for your life. Whatever you want to have happen in your life, well, maybe you should do something about it. And for some, this is so hard. My goodness, they feel this is such a good, high, big responsibility. And I say, no, take it easy. It's not. Relax. If you start to worry less and relax more, you know life will be much, much easier for you. I'm not going to be philosophical about this program, but if you ask philosopher what's the point of life, they will come in with all kinds of strange reasons uh, what we have to do and all kinds of thoughts we have to have going through our minds and actions that we have to go through again. And I said, no, again, relax. You can make this life a better life. I'm not going to be now preaching to you in any way. We're going to have it, you know, like we're going to have a nice time. But one thing is, do you have the passion? Passion is not necessarily love and sex. You know, passion is having a feeling, a heartfelt feeling about you and your life and your future. Sometimes when you are stuck, have you thought about making a list? I say this a lot of times to many. Make a list. Make a list. Write down what you like doing. Write down what you hate doing. Write down the people that you like being with. And start to see like a common thread what you like in life. You like to have a good time with happy people. So... What is the remedy for that? You have to be that too. You have to be happy and you have to be outgoing. I'm not that at all. That's not my style, you will say. Well, again, relax, smile, and take it easy and let things just flow right through you. And uh, try to look up if there were any nice quotes from so-called famous people, what they had to say about what is the point. Well, the basic point was, the point is love. Yeah, 
That's what came through most of the time. The point is love. Of course, Karl Marx, the founder of socialism, he said the point is to change, to change it, to change the world, and to do something about that. And that's what he tried to do through socialism. still exists. So what he was saying, the point is action. Now, uh, if you go to Eastern philosophy, they say that if you are helpless and you feel what's the point with everything, nothing I do will help, they say, go out and help someone else in need. If you try doing that, it actually works very, very well. If you have no job, well, if you could afford it, I say that, afford it because you have to go to that place to, to, to volunteer, but go and volunteer and help those who are less privileged than you and you will now find ideas. You would probably find inspiration what more you can do and maybe even get a profession out of that. So uh, I feel an Aristotle said that contemplation is the highest form of activity. Well, to sit down and think was his idea of coming to the point of things. But um, see what else? Ralph Emerson, and you all know him, he said the purpose of life is not to be happy. It is to be useful, honorable compassionate, again, you know, a little bit like the Eastern philosophy, to have, to make some difference and to show that you have lived well. Well, we can all do that, go out and make a difference to this remarkable world. And there is always opportunities, or there are always opportunities for that. So anyway, you have the passion you make yourself shine. And somehow when you shine, everyone around you picks up on your shiny feelings of light. And now they will begin to shine too, as you do. So what I'm saying is, you are a little dot on the surface of this world. And if you make yourself shine, you are making yourself a shiny dot, you know. You're making yourself shine in front of not only others, but you shine within you and around you, and your path will be much easier to discover. So there are so many, many points out there about life and who we are and what we can do about it. So have the passion about your life. And what you do about your day? Do you wake up in the middle of the night and feel sorry about yourself and your life? Or do you may wake up in the middle or yeah you wake up in the morning and feel, Oh, this is a great day, my house is still standing and you know, I had those thoughts myself. I think it was last year, maybe two years ago, when people's houses actually 
sank down in the ground. <laughs> you know, there were sinkholes popping up everywhere around a certain area in Florida, not far from where I live. And people woke up and just falling down into a sinking hole. And in the mornings then I would wake up and say, oh, my house is still standing, it didn't sink. And I said, hooray, hooray. And that was a very good beginning of my day. And maybe you can do one and the same thing. You wake up in the morning and look around you. Oh, I still have the house. I live here. I'm so fortunate. And now you make this a good day. If you feel it's hard to make it a good day because you have a lot of challenges during the day, maybe you should just kind of make the moment, each moment, a good moment. When you realize how the day is and you feel, oh, this is not a good day, maybe you should make the effort to make this moment a good moment and have a passion for that good moment that you experience. So, yes, there are ways that you can make this a good day. I have to tell you a funny story about a lady. Uh, I know her, and um, her name is Rose. Of course, it's not her real name. It's a name I invented, so no one will recognize her (laughs) in case you meet her. But Rose was dating this man for a couple of years, and things were going quite well. And uh, she had a lot of expectations from this relationship. And during the winter or early winter or maybe in the fall, they made arrangements. She always wanted to go to Paris. So they made arrangements to go to Paris. And Rose sat down and she made all the planning and where to go and what to do and what side trips to take and where to stay and so on. And uh, the boyfriend bought the ticket. So he had the title to the trip. And he bought all the pre-arrangements and everything again. So he owned. And she was the one who had organized it all. And she told everyone how happy she was about going to Paris. And she can use her French. She hadn't spoken French in years. And she was, again, so much looking forward to this particular trip. And then later on in the spring her boyfriend calls up and tells her, I don't love her. I don't love you anymore. And she's completely shocked. And she said again, I don't love you. We don't have any romance and no passion in this relationship. I don't want to go with you to Paris. And she's devastated. You know, I feel many, particularly women, maybe meant to recognize this moment when you're kind of cut out of someone's life and all your expectations and everything. And she just felt, what's the point with my life? And, you know, all that. And she was depressed for a few days and she wouldn't see anyone else and she wouldn't call anyone else. She was just kind of isolating herself, being so upset. And we understand that. And I think when you have lived for a long period of time, you must have gone through that 
some time unless you married early and stayed with the same partner all throughout your life. God, what an easy life. <laughs> but those who haven't done that and have gone through these up and downs, they know exactly what I'm talking about. And you come to this, what's the point? What's the point? But anyway, so Rose was sitting there, you know, and she got irritated. And the time approached. You know, they were supposed to go during the month of May. Very romantic time to go to Paris, of course. That's what they wanted. At least that's what Rose had planned. It was her plan. And she decided that she was going to see. He couldn't get any reimbursement for the trip. She knew that because all arrangements were there. They were kind of set in stone in many ways. And he evidently was going to go. But who was he going to go with? She called up the travel agent and she said, yeah, he's going. And uh, Rose asked, who is he going with? The travel agent, of course, said, I couldn't possibly tell you that. And, of course... So Rose took the initiative. She knew the departure date and the hour. So she went to the airport to check this out, to see him from the distance, she had decided, to see who he was traveling with. She was really, really very curious. And she waited and waited. They didn't check in at the check-in counter early at all, which she had thought that they would do because she was very punctual always about being on time. So uh, she didn't see him. So she kind of waited still. And in the last minute, there they are. There he is with the blonde by his side. And she knew exactly who this was. And it made her so furious. <laughs> that she stood for a while and just wanted to scream, but she didn't. She wondered, what shall I do? And for a while, she kind of moved up towards them, stood behind them. And then she made this move. She moved and stood next to him and put her hand on his left arm. And he turned around and they looked at each, and they looked at each other in the eye and she said, I hope you have a very, very horrible trip. <laughs> and then she left. This was all she wanted to say. When she told me the story, I laughed so loud. I couldn't help it because she did something that everyone would like to do in a situation like this. And she dared do it. <laughs> I don't think I would have done it. I would have looked in the distance. And then at least I knew who he was going with. And then I would just have, well, I don't know how I would have felt because you have to be in a situation to really know how you're supposed to feel. But afterwards, I came to that conclusion. No, don't put those negative things into your mind for too long because it eats you up to learn forgiveness. And what is forgiveness? It is to send light to the situation 
and Rose didn't. She sent them a miserable thought. (laughs) And I don't think this is the right way, personally, to deal with something, because you don't heal as easily when you do. Maybe you do, you have this schadenfreude, this kind of, uh, you hate to just see someone go down, because maybe it made that trip horrible. I don't know. It was their choice. If I would have been the woman, and I've been in similar situations, I would simply, because she heard it, I would simply kind of stand tall and say, but he picked me. I'm the one to get the man and the trip. You didn't. Thank you, God. And move on. I don't know how the boyfriend, if he had any regrets, I don't know how he would react. I hope that they took it well. Because there's one thing. Sometimes, if it's over, it's over. To accept it on both sides. And when you find yourself in a situation, and when you decide to turn things around and stop all the judgment, you begin not only to understand, but also how to live the meaning of unconditional love. And this is the meaning of our lives, to live unconditional love. I'm turning on little music here in the background by Carman Moore. Carman, like man in man. Carman Moore at carmenmoore.com who is a great New York musician. And I want this to come with some peace in your mind because I know there are lots of breakups out there and I don't want that to kill you. I don't want it to let you down. So when I say judge not, it means letting go. It means looking ahead and to move on. It means understanding each other and that we are not exactly the same. The way we feel and think about things, this is the way it is because some are simply not as ready or courageous as others to dare go for those new ideas and adventures that are hiding on the other side of the horizon. Yes, what's the point, some may ask. But then I say, There are always new ideas and adventures hiding on the other side of the horizon. And this is okay. This is the way it is. You know, when you make yourself free from judgment, it is like flying into new freedom and to reach more inspiration and new opportunities. 
This can be such fun. You have so many ways when something is over. And that goes not only when you have lost someone through a regular breakup, but through death and through whatever. And that goes through losing a job or losing everything. Look in a new direction and see what there is hiding behind the horizon and feel ready to fly away into the galaxies of many new stars to explore a universe of new views, new found truths, and new people. Do you know there are new people and new loves all over the place? And to know that your life is ahead of you and not behind you. And that this universe where you now live is the key to what is all about you. All about me. And when you begin to fly to these new places and visit all kinds of new areas of life, you will realize that you're much, much stronger than you ever imagined you were. And you can fly higher and higher. And when you fly higher and higher, you see more. You experience more. And there are so many more possibilities for you. Yes. There is a place out there for you. There is a place for you where you can start all over again. And when you feel sad and not feeling so well, change your attitudes. Don't be the victim anymore. Feel strong about you. You are a creation of the good Lord. You should be able to move forward any time you so decide. It's up to you what's going to be. And when you are happy, you will find that you reach other happy people. And when you want to be successful, you will find that you find other people also want to be successful. In the same way as when you are not wanting to be successful, you want to be a loser. You find other people who want to be losers too. And they sit together and criticize all those people who are successful. So the point is in this life is to be a shiny light and shine where you are. Sometimes you believe you have to travel very far to find out what you are all about. But then on this journey, you finally discover who you really, really are and why you are here in this world. And you will realize also that it was never necessary to have traveled all that way 
to find out. It was not necessary at all. All you needed and wanted to know was always right here. Right here where you have been all along. You don't have to move. You don't have to change anything. As long as you get that grip on who you are and that you have that light within you that always shines. That light within you, that light of your inner self, the power that knows all and sees all. And this power is always, always right where you are in your very, very own heart. And many call this a secret. And you will find this is no secret at all. The light lives within you at all times. It's not about the words that you know and all the words that everyone else knows. It's again about what's in your heart, in your unconditional heart. And in your unconditional heart, there is no judgment. This is incredible knowledge to know that the point is that your heart is the center of who you are and the feeling in your heart is the secret to your success and to find out what is the point of your life. You know the truth is that knowledge never ends. The more you open your mind, the more you open your heart, the greater the vision and the larger you make the territory of wisdom. This way, more and more knowledge keeps on coming to you with an open mind and with an open heart. Yes, with an open mind and an open heart. It is all there for you. The biggest expert of all is the one who just loves to move on, to find out more and more and more with no limitations or preset opinions in mind. Be curious about your life and explore and find out what is ahead of you. Instead of dwelling on the old and what you have lost. If you want to go to Paris, you can always go to Paris in one way or the other. You know, the first time I ever went to Paris was as a tour guide. I was a student. It was not that I hadn't found any other way of going to Paris. Paris. 
but it was a great web way for a student to see the world and to make some money. I took that chance. In fact, the chance just opened up before me. And I said, yes, I was offered the opportunity to go to Paris. Now the trick was, you know, not to let anyone know. The point was at that time not to let anyone know I'd never been to Paris and I was going to be that tour guide. I studied so hard. I read books, and this was, of course, before the days of the Internet. I went to the library. I went to all the tourist bureaus and read all the tourist brochures. I studied and I talked to people who'd been to Paris. I was so knowledgeable about Paris that I literally had been there before. And I remember when we came to the L'Arc de Triomphe, the Arc, or, or you don't even know the name in English, you know, the top of the Champs-Élysées, you have this L'Arc de Triomphe. And I used to tell people that when you stand on top of that arch, you will have a fantastic view of Paris. And everyone, of course, believed I had been up there many times. I was the tour guide. You know, up to today, I've not been up seeing that view I described so much. Of course, I've been up in the Eiffel Tower many times. I didn't have to describe. I was, when I was telling them they had to go up, yes, I had been there. But you see, imagination is remarkable. You can make your life being something very, very special whenever you want to. The point is, your life is your life. No one is in charge of your life, unless you're under 18, of course. Then your parents are in charge of your life. But still, you are in charge of your life, even as a youngster, even as a teenager. You have to make your life happy, successful, or not. If you want to be bad at school and have bad grades, it's up to you. If you want to be good and make a good impression at school, it's up to you. No one else can do it for you. You know, this is hard to take for a teenager, but it's the way it is. So... The point is, for everyone who wants to finish their life in a good way, in a happy way, or to live their life in a happy and good way, rather, it's up to you. Yes, it's up to me what's going to be, and again, and again, and again. And you heard the bells on that. So knowledge is not only never-ending, it's alive, it unfolds, it constantly opens new doors and moves along with time, and you have that knowledge within you, because within you there is a place that knows all, and this is your inner light, your higher self, the God-light within you. You know... 
Life is a book with many, many pages and many new chapters. You have to keep on turning those pages, one after the other. And then you should stop here and there and reflect a little bit about things. And that is the time when things happen. Sometimes things happen that may not be that good. And you sit there and it happens, all those not so good things. And you say, what's the point? What's the point to do anything about it? But then I want to say, life is like a school. We're here to learn. We're here to learn our, how shall I say, we are to, here to learn and expand our awareness our consciousness. Yes, that is the point, to learn, to expand our consciousness here on this planet. And we are meant to connect and be in tune continuously with that higher good of the universe that I see as the white light. It lives within you. And it lives within us to enrich our lives and to enrich the life of others. That is the point. Fantastic point. And when you have lived through one triumph or even blunder after the other, through each one, you add new riches to your life. And should the day come when you sit back and say, I now know it all, I've seen it all, and believe there's nothing more for you to learn. Hello, sweetheart. This is the day you have chosen to turn your life into the past. And you will grow old. In spite of the many riches of knowledge, you have collected in your pockets and in your hands. So knowledge is what you collect in your soul, in your heart, and in your mind. And again, you are meant to be like an angel of this world, and to be in total charge of you. Nobody in the whole world is responsible for you and your own success as much as you are responsible for you and your own success. Well, that was a little bit more than maybe I had meant to tell you. And all these words are coming from my book. Who am I and where am I going? 
It's a book that is not too much in pages, but in sentences and words. We have limited the contents to few words. Because words, what are words? They're just words. The meaning is to feel the meaning of the words within you. And there we go. We are now going to relax even a little bit more. And I'm going to make a little bit meditation with you. We're going to have this special minute together, a moment of relaxation. And I thank Carmen Moore for the background music from his CD called Home, H-O-M-E. So now you begin to relax, and now also with permission as background for my meditation, I'm going to use uh, Stephen Halpen, Stephen Halpen, pioneer, pioneer musician for New Age, Age Music. He has written about 60 albums up to today's date. So thank you, Carmen Moore. You are a very, very wonderful human being and very accomplished musician. And Stephen Halpen, you've been there with me through the years in my meditations. And I thank you for that. So now, everyone, you begin to relax and take a deep breath. And you relax. More and more and more. And you know that within you there is a place that knows all and sees all. And that place is called I am the light. And you feel a connection that with that inner place right now. And you relax. Your whole body is relaxing. You go deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper still. You take a deep breath and now you breathe out. And as you feel this light going, this air going out away from you. Light within your chest area is expanding from your chest and going out into your body, into your spine, into your shoulders, arms, and up your neck. Your legs feel so relaxed. Your spine is straight and full of power. You straighten out your body and feel so completely, completely relaxed. This is a moment of togetherness, you and me and the light. This is Helena. Margareta speaking to you. And we are together 
in an unlimited field of energy, full of love and light. Yes, full of love and light. And it shines throughout your body. And now you take another deep breath. As you do, you feel lighter and lighter and lighter. It's like you are flying through the sky. And now you have landed on an island right out in the sky. This is a twinkling star, and as you land, you realize this star is a garden, a paradise garden out in the sky, and you stand out in the garden, surrounded by beautiful flowers. You feel so connected. And suddenly, you feel like a ray of light is going through you. And you turn your eyes up towards the sky. And you realize, you feel the power of light coming down through the sky all reaching you, reaching your body. This ray of light consists of many small little rays of light. And each one of these rays of light is entering a pore of your body. And going into your body, making each cell full of white light, you immediately feel so invigorated and happy and pleased with the one that you are. Yes, you are full of love and light at this moment. And you look around. Your garden is so lush. You discover one white flower. One big white flower. Right in front of you. And the flower is turning its white leaves towards your face. And you bend down to face this white flower. As soon as you do, the flower is sending you love. A big, big ray of love is entering your face and your whole body. You take a deep breath 
as you feel the love going through your body. You are so completely, completely relaxed. And now your whole body is at ease. You stretch your body. You stretch your arms. You stretch your shoulders, your neck. It's like you're getting taller and taller. And light is filling your body. Your hips are strong. And the power of the light within you is continuing through your legs, invigorating your legs, giving them youth and power and strength. And now you stretch your whole body. You feel so much alive. So much part of an incredible, incredible energy. And you give thanks to this moment. Yes, the point is to be connected with the universe, with that white light that shines within you day and night and it shines right now. You love being in the light. You absolutely love being in the light. You are connected. Yes, you are connected with the white light from now on. It's your very, very best friend. How you love to be in the light. I'm Helena Steiner Hornstein at activale.com www.activale.com or www.toyourheart.com If my website is not working when you try to connect with it, I've been hacked so many times during the last few months. So just give it another chance. We keep on rebuilding it at rebuilding it. (laughs) So, you know, you cannot destroy the light that easily. So have a wonderful good day. And the point is, you are a shiny light on the planet, on this particular planet Earth. You shine and you are creating a little, little dot, a little place where you are that consists of a shiny light. That is the one that you are. Have a wonderful and great day today. Goodbye. Love you. Bye-bye.